God is awesome, y'all. God is awesome. Just a visitation from him is enough. I'm going to just talk just so you can stay right there, Minister Rodney. I'm going just, to just go over what God gave me. And it's amazing because dang, the Holy Spirit is whatever. Everything that Bishop was, was speaking on is right here. But this month, um, God had uh, put it on Bishop Hart to allow me to um, speak this month. And um, we're just going on spiritual checkup. A lot of times, you know, we go to the doctor and, you know, we get, we get, our, check, we get our checkups. So, you know, God places it on my heart. He said, it's a spiritual checkup month. It's a checkup on where you at in him. And last week we talked about the parable of the sower. Anybody remember the parable of the sower? You know, some fell on the side of the roadside and, and some fell in rocky places. Then some, you know, it was choked by thorns. Then some fell on good ground, on good soil, and it produced so my prayer is that from everything that Bishop spoke over and prayed over and everything that you declared out of your mouth, pray that it falls on good soil. Yes, on good soil. So that way you'll be able to produce. What, what does it mean if you come here? Say a few things. You know, the, 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 the word said that they received it with joy. But then when, when persecution came and affliction came, it fell away. So don't allow everything that took place to go in vain. Make sure that your soil is right. Make sure your heart is prepared. Let me just share a little bit. This is uh, from John 15, 1 through 8. Say, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. So abide in me. And I and you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you, un, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And they gather them and cast them into the fire. And they are burned. If you abide in me, 
and my words abide in you. Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. You know, I'm I'm, going to just talk this thing through. The Holy Spirit did what he did, so I pray that your hearts are ready to receive. The only thing, I'm going to just go over my notes, and I'm going to let you, just like, just like the word said during communion, let a man examine himself. So in the scripture, the scripture uh, mentions vines, and he uses it as a metaphor and um, there, there, there's, there's a couple of them, but the first one I just want to look at for a quick second is um, the nation of Israel. As an act of God's grace, God transplanted Israel into Canaan and gave the nation every possible benefit. So when Isaiah, Isaiah 5, 1 through 7, it said, let me sing now for well-beloved a song of my beloved concerning his vineyard. Said my beloved, my beloved had a vineyard on a fertile hill. He dug, he dug, he dug it all around, removed its stones, and planted it with the choicest vine. Said and he built a tower in the middle of it, and also hewed out a wine vat in it. Then he expected, he expected it to produce good grapes, but it produced only worthless ones. And now, O o inhabitants of Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I have not done in it? Why, when I expected it to produce grapes, it did not. I expected it to produce good grapes, did it produce worthless ones? So now, let me tell you what I'm going to do to my vineyard. Said, I will remove his hedge and it will be consumed. I will break down its wall and it will become trampled ground. I will lay it waste. It will not be pruned or hold, but briars and thorns will come up. I will also charge the clouds to rain, no rain on it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel. And the men of Judah, his delightful plant. Thus he will look for justice, but behold, bloodshed. For righteousness, but behold, a cry of distress. So God said, I gave everything Israel needed to succeed. I gave it all. But they didn't produce. So you got to ask yourself, Am I producing? I get word after word. But am I producing? But then there's another vine. Bishop, I have never, I have never seen this. I have never seen this. And when I was studying, I've, I've seen it. Oh, my goodness. This is Revelations 14. I'm going to just read two verses. Revelations 14. 14, 18, 19. Wow. Said, then another angel 
the one who has power over fire, came out from the altar and he called with a loud voice to him who had the sharp sickle, saying, put in your sharp sickle and gather the clusters from the vine of the earth because her grapes are ripe. So the angel swung his sickle to the earth and gathered the clusters from the vine of the earth and threw them into the great wine press of the wrath of God. So whenever you get the chance, go back and read Revelations 14. I don't want to be the one to bear bad news, but go read Revelations 14. He said that this was a different vine. This was the vine that was connected to the earth. The vine that was connected to the earth is the vine, is the, is the people who look to the world for, for satisfaction. They, they look to the world as their source. So you got to ask yourself, am I connected to God? God, you are my source. I'm not dependent on a job. I'm not dependent on an individual. I'm not dependent on a man. I'm not dependent on a woman, but I'm dependent on you as my, as my source. So when John, Jesus, he said, he said, I am the true vine. I am the true vine. Jesus made it known, this is who I am. I'm the true vine. Sometimes you got to let people know who you is. I mean, some of y'all married. Listen, that's my wife. That's my husband. <laughs> you got to let them know. And that's what Jesus, Jesus said, I am the true vine. And God is the vine dresser or the caretaker of the vine. And he said, every, man, every branch in me. There's two types of branches. You have the branches that bear fruit, and then you have the branches that does not bear fruit. Ask yourself, am I bearing fruit? Look at the branches that do not bear fruit are those who profess to believe, but their lack of fruit shows they have no life from the vine. The branches that do not bear fruit are, the, are those who profess to believe, but their lack of fruit shows they have no life from the vine. Yeah. We could take a look at Judas. Judas was around Jesus, but you ask the question, was he, was he connected to Jesus? A lot of us, a lot of us, yeah, we go to church, but are we connected in the church? A lot of us are around the power, but are you plugged in? Look at your neighbor and say, stay connected. Stay connected. He said, every branch, he said, every branch in me, every, every branch in me. So this means these have to be believers. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. So God is getting rid of, he's getting rid of those who do not bear fruit. God is getting rid of those who does not bear fruit. Ask yourself again, am I bearing fruit? Then to every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it so that it may bear more fruit. 
God removes all things in a believer's life that would hinder fruit from bearing. He chastises to cut away sin and hindrances that would drain spiritual life. So don't be mad when God start pulling people out of your life. We know you love them. We know they've probably been there for I don't know how long. But if they're hindering your spiritual life, you got to watch out for the miners, the ones that dig for gold, the ones that's trying to dig in your life, the miners that are digging, taking everything from you. No, inve- no investment. You don't want to come into church, but they just steady pulling. You're the one been studying and fasting and praying, but they pulling. God is going to pruning, pruning. The vine dresser removes anything that the branches, the vine dresser removes anything on the branches that keep them from bearing maximum fruit. That's, that's what the vine dresser do. In fact, the vine dresser will even cut away whole branches of grapes so that the rest of the crop will be of higher quality. Shoot. Said he will cut off. <laughs> Bishop. Said, I got to cut it away. In order for you to, be, to become the man and women that God have called you to be, he got to cut off some things so that you could be a higher quality. Listen to this. He said, God, God wants both quantity and quality. So he want a lot of us to produce. What, what, what good is it if Bishop the only one producing? What good is it if him and Lady K is the only one producing? We were talking about this elder. We have to become better. We have to get to the point where we start producing because there's a lost world that's looking to us. Listen, I'm telling you, Jesus is not coming back until, he, until we're ready. He's not coming back no more. So the thing, we are the only representation of Jesus. So they're looking for us. So we have to make sure that we're producing. This this kind of reminds me, Bishop, of of, uh, the sermon next week, the parable of the talent, where... Where it talks about how he said he's going to, you know, he's going to cut the whole grape. So, so that way the other one would be able to give good quality. So the parable of the talent, you remember the parable, he had, he had one. He had one talent. But he buried that talent. And when he buried that talent, guys, you're a wicked servant. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take that one talent and I'm going to give it to the man who already had multiple talents. So we have to be careful Maybe Bishop, he probably could correct me after this. I was talking to Elder about it. But I was thinking, I said, Elder, let, 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 me, let me know something. 
Because God, he said, every branch that does not bear fruit, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna take it away. I'm not saying you're going to lose your salvation. No. But if you're not bearing fruit, could it be God take you off this earth? Because you're not bearing fruit. Bishop, he preached. He said the parable of the, of the vineyard. He said, let, let, let it just stay here for another year. You know, I'm going, I'm going to till the ground. You know, and, and if, if it don't come back, if you come back next year and it don't produce. So could it be, so could it be I'm going to cut this grape off because it's not bearing fruit. And because this other servant right here, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's walking in his calling. I'm going to let you stay here while I cut this person off because you're producing. Got to ask yourself, am I producing fruit? The pruning process is the most important part of pruning. It doesn't always remove what is bad. It can also means cutting away the good and the better so that we, so that we might enjoy the best. Yes, pruning hurts, but it also helps. So we may, we may not enjoy it, but we need it. It's not always going to be the bad things that God take away. I'm a witness. There's some good things that God just takes away. So don't worry about the job. You lost it. Hey, God got something better for you. That woman, that man, she was good to me. He was good to me. Best thing ever happened. But I got something even better for you. I got something better for you. Then he said, abide in me and I in you. The branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. So neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. If If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away as a branch and dries up. And they gather them, cast them into the fire. And they are burned. Abide means to keep in fellowship with Christ so that his life can be worked in and through us to produce fruit. His life. His life. So abide means to have fellowship with Christ. Listen, as believers, we have to have fellowship with Christ. We have, it's, it's imperative that we have fellowship with Christ. Do not lose your fellowship with Christ. Said, oh my goodness. Listen to this. The branch cannot produce its own life. It must draw life from the vine. It is our communion with Christ through the spirit that makes possible the bearing of the fruit. Listen to this. Say the, this abiding relationship is natural to the branch and the vine, but it must be cultivated in the Christian's life. It is not automatic. Abiding in Christ demands worship, yes. meditation on God's word, yes. 
prayer, sacrifice, and service. So there's things that we have to do as believers. We have to make sure that our soil is right. Amen? Amen. I'm almost done, y'all. This is the last one. This is verse uh, 7 and 8. Say, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. And so prove to be my disciples. And so prove to be my disciples. Uh, when we look at this whole text, we know that God wants a return. He's looking for a harvest. He's looking for a harvest from us. So let us make sure that we stay connected. Let's, let's be intentional this week. Day by, it's just one day at a time. One day at a time to make sure that we're connected. Because anybody want to get cut off? Who want to get cut off? Some of, us, some of us know we ain't ready to see Jesus right now. So let us make sure that we stay connected. I know a lot of times, you know, we get to the place where we just want to receive. We just want to receive. We want to receive. And, you know, we get the scripture. He said, ask what you want, and I give it to you. But there's conditions. There's conditions. He said, if you abide in me, if you abide in me, in my words, abide in you, and you ask whatever you wish. And a lot of times we pray and we get mad because the prayer didn't get answered. But can I, can I let y'all know in a little secret? He said, if you abide in me, my words abide in you. So that means your will is going to be connected to his will. You're not just going to ask for anything. You're going to ask according to his will because you're abiding in him and he is abiding in you. So a lot of times we pray and we get mad because our prayers not getting answered. Your prayers not getting answered because it's not according to his will. You got to know your prayer is going to get answered only according to his will. Yes or no or not yet. But you got to know it's going to be a yes because it's in his will. A lot of times we say God said it. No, God didn't say it. You said it. You need to take time out the fast or get yourself clean so you can be able to hear and know his will. So make sure that we abide in him. And then he said, my father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit. God gets glory when we bear fruit. Will all the real Christians please stand up? <laughs> Listen, y'all, it's time to bear fruit. It's time to bear fruit. Y'all can sit down. Y'all can sit down. It's time to bear fruit, man. And, um, who ready to bear fruit, y'all? Dear Heavenly Father, 
Lord, we come to you right now, God. Thank you for your word. God, we thank you for the visitation, Father God. We thank you for the behind the veil encounter, Father God, that we had today, God. God, so I just ask you right now, God, to open up our hearts, Father God. Open up our hearts, Father God, so your word could be received on good soil, God. God, we ask you right now, Father God, to remove every hindrance, God. Everything that would stop us from producing, God. Every, every little fox that would stop us from being connected to your vine, God. God, we actually remove it, God, because we want to be connected to you, God. We want to be the ones that bear fruit, God. We want to be the ones, Father God, when other people see, they can see and know that we're connected to you, God. So, God, we ask you to be with us, God. God, continue to build us up into the men and women that you have called us to be, God. So, God, allow, Father God, from this day forward, God, allow us to be doers of your word, God, and not just hearers only, God. We don't want to keep hearing and not do, God. We want to do and live your word, God. So, God, we love you, God, and we bless you, God. Your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.